It's Barely in Topic, a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. Welcome to Barely in Topic, for a podcast for Boston Bruins fans by Boston Bruins fans. This week, we have Jeff who's away because he's got family stuff to take care of. And it sounds like there's a whole lot of Green Acres stuff happening in his neck of the woods. Just a big boy now. Yes, he is very big. We're very proud of him. And then <laughs> Nick has too much going on. I don't know what it is. Something about gigs. I don't know. And he said that he wasn't able to do it. So this week we have pinch hitter Mandy in with us. Yo. And we have Tim. Tim, I didn't mean to supersede you, but you know. Hey. <laughs> Tim, I just want to start out by saying something that you'll really like. Okay. I think I'm beginning to fall in love with Swedish men. Told you. <laughs> this has Get been in. my this has been my assertion since the beginning of time, really. I who you, you start with Carl, right? It started with the Yeti. Yeah. Started with Carl Soderberg. And, Red Pirate Soderberg. And then uh, Svedberg. Mm-hmm. And it's just continued. And it's, yeah. Parlandholm. Parlandholm, yep. Mm-hmm. Like, Ooh, that's right. We had a Lindholm. Yeah, we, it's just continued on. I'm telling you, the Swedes, they are the best. Well, now I'm going to give Mandy credit here for being maybe the first or chiming in with Jeff saying you're going to love Hampus Lindholm. And I was like, Oh really? Am I? And then I looked at his stat line and it's like, he's six foot four. I'm like, Hmm. Big strapping blonde boy. Oh yeah. (laughs) I never really looked at what he looked like. And then I saw him and I was like, Oh, and then you watch defensively responsible. Oh my God. You watch him. Strong like bull. You watch him uh-huh. skate. You watch him pass. Yeah, he's, he's really like fluid skater. He's nice to watch. And you watch that goal he did last night. Oh, my God. Oh. Dirty. What a stud, huh? I know. Such a stud. So, yeah, I, I'm beginning to see it. I'm beginning to see it. I get it. Mm-hmm. I get it. I mean, mm-hmm. I just, you know, not, not to knock my boy Carlo. I mean, they're on a pair You're together. Right. You know, yep, they're in a pair together, and together they can be 12 feet tall and 10 inches, which is pretty tall. Pretty tall, hey. super hey. mega hey. defenseman. You know, mm-hmm. but is that one or two measurements? Mm-hmm. What 12 um, feet tall and 10 inches? Oh, is that no, one th- or two measurements? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, one <laughs> it, is, it is one, but dare I say. Could we wish for two? Dare to dream. Dare to dream. <laughs> oh, God. And and what I love about Hampus Lindholm, the birthday boy of this past week, and he shares a birthday with Sean Corrali, so that's fun and interesting. And he's a year younger. So it's like I replaced one with the other. It's fine. Everything's good. And he is mm-hmm. such a dork, and I love him. Oh, and he's fashionable. Yeah, and that Ikea thing where he's like, 
<laughs> as I uh, as I put another Swedish treat in my cart, I said, "You shouldn't do this." <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm a big Hampus fan. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you he's a lot of fun, and he's very much a dork. So I love it. Yep, and he, he you can tell he totally fits in with our team of friggin' weirdos. <clears throat> well, well, Jake was like, "Why don't why don't they have you model um, that?" reverse retro instead of marshy he's like oh hey and he's trying to teach carlo to wink at the camera like yeah, wink at the camera and it's like you guys are dorks <laughs> <laughs> well you know this week it's very interesting this week i found out that creechy his most uh admirable trait among many of his teammates is his sense of humor even bergy said mm-hmm. it so he's he's like he's kind of deadpan it also seems like in his team pictures since day one, he's totally gone for that space cadet aloof look. And it always makes me think that like he gets hit by cars as he's crossing the street in town. Like he just he just looks like he has no idea what's going on all the time. And and I know it's part of, it's gotta be part of his humor because he always just comes out with these like total deadpan remarks that slay me and everybody but oh my god even the team pictures creechy is is a funny dude did you know back in 2000 i don't know 10 11 they said that he is the best one on the team at words with friends (gasps) really which is interesting considering that it's not his first language it's not his first language and also i think pasta speaks better english than he does (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I think I think Craigie just doesn't speak much and he's very cool. he's soft-spoken yeah yeah so <laughs> yeah no no one will ever accuse pasta of being soft-spoken no <laughs> no I'll go to splash since day one <laughs> yeah no I saw him down in Providence it was like maybe the first or second game of the season down in Providence mm-hmm. I saw him it, okay it was it was the next day it was not opening night it was the next day i saw him and i went this kid's not gonna be in providence for very long he's gonna be uh-huh. he's so good i remember i wrote a fan post about it <laughs> and it was just like yeah a long time ago on a different site but anyway uh-huh. yeah i just knew that that kid wasn't going to be in providence that, uh, that long and i had only been watching hockey for like maybe two years you know but you um, just know yeah yeah I, I'm so glad that we've had all this time to be able to talk about his wackiness and misadventures. And I mean, he showed up for camp with just his skates and he lost his passport while he was here. It was awesome. Like, remember we had all sorts of Tim, we had written all sorts of like adventures about him. Like, like, shit Oh my God. Back in camp. The... Yes. He had that picture of him in front of this giant blue pool that was an inflatable pool. Oh, yes. Um, and we, we speculated on what the pool is actually filled with. Yeah, like because jello. Because it and- <laughs> couldn't, couldn't be water because it's pasta. Yes. Exactly. Could be anything. But probably not water. <laughs> oh, he's such a weirdo. And it's been since day one. And I've loved it. I've loved every minute of it. I, I can't remember what he was actually doing. If it was like, if he was like, if he had, if he was like taking a hockey shot, or if he was, like maybe it was a wiffle ball thing. I don't remember. I just don't remember. It could he be so like many different things. Standing in his backyard, and I thought like with a dog or something. I don't know. 
Oh, yeah, he had a longtime dog. Uh, maybe it was in Czech Republic, like right? Husky or something. Yeah, it was definitely. Oh. Yeah. Oh, no, that's not it. But look at this picture I found of him. No, no. Show, just show me the picture. He enjoys a ceiling. Wow. Pool. He looks like, like a um, bullfrog. That's Wait, back when he was on the cover of Nevermind. <laughs> Our precious angel is not that old. <laughs> Our precious angel boy. I know, I know. <laughs> we're we're having a lot of fun talking about all these things. This team is unbelievable. They are so fun. I that love every single one of them. I just, oh God, I just want to go into the room and hug them all. I want to be in the yep. middle of one of their jumping hugs. Oh. I just want to be in the room when Bergie is singing Dancing on My Own. That's all I want. I do. (laughs) And it's the correct version. Sorry, Tim. It's the correct version. It's the Robin version. So it's the original, (laughs) which I I, just makes me love him more because it's like, it takes a lot. It takes a lot of balls to be like, I'm going to sing along to this woman's song. (laughs) (laughs) Mandy, I don't know if you know, we've been doing this thing where we we call soft predictions. I'm just going to get this out right away. uh, The results Mm -hmm. of the last week. We were all wrong. We're always, we're almost <laughs> always all wrong, which is fine. This is, this is no, no stakes. It's just more of like, ah, let's see what we can guess that what the Bruins are, are going to do this week. I said that they were going to go two zero and one and New York Rangers would be the, uh, sh- you know, overtime loss and eh, wrong. Nick was one, one and one. He was very wrong. He should go into the penalty box. You should go into the box and feel shame for two minutes. <laughs> Uh, Tim was two one and O, and he had the New York Rangers as that one. But we did have a listener, Jason M, was correct. He said Is it Jason Magna. Did he throw the game against the Bruins? <laughs> God damn it! Oh, wait, he did. I forgot. He's on the Ducks. It's the other Magna. <laughs> <laughs> Jason Magna is the one who lived next door to me for a time. Oh, yes, you said that. You said that. Mm-hmm. Wait a minute. We'll we'll talk about your your connections to the team in just a little bit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was really confusing to watch the sharks and the ducks on the back to back because it, there was one Magna and then another Magna. I'm like, did you get traded last night? I don't know what just happened. I had to look it up and I was like, Oh, why do they spell their names so dumb? And that was it. Yeah. I'm like, Ooh, very tall, but dumb name. Thumbs down. Mm-hmm. Not on my team. Thumbs down. Double thumbs down. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't have to care about you. Uh, <laughs> anyway. so, yeah. So we had one listener who was correct. We only had two people play, but that's okay. I, we're building this. I'm going to do better. I am at promoting this stuff. But anyway, Mandy, you happened to see a certain Bruin, a certain Bruins player on the beach this summer. Is that what you meant by connection to the team? Yes. <laughs> You happened to see this guy on the beach, and now I think you should take credit for his success this season. Oh, I am. I've taken full credit so far. So last June, um, I believe it was the fifth or the fourth. It was it was the day before Butch got fired. Oh, um, yeah. So so it was the day before, you know, and, and what we we were about a month out from a miserable playoff loss to to a team that we all hate, that everybody hates. Mm-hmm. I was sitting on the beach, uh, as one does, or as I does, uh, <laughs> uh, when it's not raining and I'm not working. I, I, I literally live on the beach in Salty and just am there constantly. So 
there I am at my beach, which is nothing special. It's not even one of the, it's not even the most popular beach in Southie. And there I am right in front of the Farragut statue in my beach chair and reading my book. And I hear this guy and he's like yelling to his kids about how he found a crab. He's deeper than waist deep. And sometimes the water there, depending on the tide, like picks up the sand. So it's not like you can't always see your feet. So I think that the tide was moving around. So he's trying having trouble following the crab. So he's like yelling to his kids and he's like, okay, guys, come slow. You know, you're going to kick up sand and we're not going to be able to see it. So the kids, he's got two boys and a girl. The girl's maybe like 10 and the boys are younger. And the kids come running over and they kick up sand and he loses the crab. So he's like, oh, oh, sorry, guys, we tried. So a little while later, I go in the water. And, and this is like, I mean, they're easily at least 50 feet away from me. So I don't realize who I'm looking at. So... I get in the water a little bit later and I walk in and there's two crabs in front of me and there's lots of hermit crabs there, but these were like crab crabs, like you see, <laughs> you know, and, uh, and so these, there are these two crabs and they're like right in front of me. So I'm not usually the most gregarious person at the beach, um, but I am friendly enough, but I'm like, Hey, there's two crabs in front of me. If you want to call the kids over. So he's like, Oh, Nice. So he calls him over and he says, you know, listen, real slow this time. So one of the boys like completely ignores it or whatever. And the other one comes like hauling ass over. And now the father's over in front of me and he's looking down. He's, you know, one of the crabs we have lost at this point, but we still have one like right between us. And we're like, oh, look. And the kid comes hauling ass <laughs> and the guy's like, wait, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. You're going to kick up sand again. We're going to lose it. We're going to lose it. And the kid comes over and kicks up sand and we lose it. And then the, the <laughs> daughter comes over and she's like, daddy, daddy, where's the crab? And he's like, well, your brother came in hot again and uh, we can't find him. Sorry. So the girl's like, oh, whatever, you know, and the, the, the two kids leave the water. And now he's standing there and he's still looking for the crab. And I realize, wait a minute. He's got a bathing suit on and he's got sunglasses on, you know, beach attire. But I realize, <laughs> I think that's Nick Felino, huh? And I'm like, is that Nick Felino? Because again, he's got sunglasses on. Mm -hmm. But then he turns around. One, I can see that his back has like is is pretty banged up and scarred, and he's got all sorts of stuff going on there. And then he turns again, and I look, and his quads are like watermelons <laughs> and i'm like that's nick felino so i so we're talking i'm like I'm so, i didn't realize you were you when i called you over here and he's like uh, uh, you know and i was like well you know thanks for trying you know there's only so much you can do with carolina's a tough opponent you know blah 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 so we shot the shit for a minute whatever i i sent you guys a couple of pictures like hey look mm -hmm. look who's in front of me at the beach <laughs> who i just talked to i know this is weird but and then that was that we had all been for a, what, 10 months, eight months at that point. We had been hoping he would be traded, waived, bought out, sent to Abu Dhabi, et cetera. And well, now my have the tables turned. He had a fantastic camp. He has never looked, he hasn't even looked back. He's just been, had, he's had a great season. 
he's fun to watch. He's he's moving so much faster and more smoothly than he was last year. I take full credit for all of this. Um, but, you know, like they said on the hockey show, um, I, I don't know if it was Beersy or Surratt or somebody had pointed out that, you know, there's a difference between having an off-season to uh, train versus an off-season where you just rehab. Right. And last year, all he did was, you know, try to recuperate from his injuries. And this year he was okay and actually got to train and he looks like a whole new guy. It's crazy. He's he's a lot of fun. He is. He's a huge and, part of this team. And and even though he doesn't wear the A or the C, I mean, it's he obviously totally does. He totally does unofficially. Yeah. Yeah, 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 unofficially. So he's definitely part of the leadership group and uh I mean, come on. Uncle, sub- Nick. Uncle Nick is the substitute hugger. So mm-hmm. you know, I mean, he used to do that back in Columbus, so it's like he comes in, he you know, sometimes he he gets caught up in the other hugs and he has to swoop in before the uh the final goalie hug, but you know, it's good. It's a very important thing. Also, did you? There's two things about Nick Foligno that I would like to speak. First, the hug where he swooped in in front of Umark, and Umark acted like he was jealous of it. He's like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> I see how it is." That was hilarious. That was hilarious. I loved that because Swayman was like, "No, get over here," and that was cool. And um, yeah. the other thing is the jacket from a fan that he like traded for. Did you see this? Did no. you guys see the jacket? It's an absolutely unreal jacket. It's a Bruins jacket that a fan made, and they gave it to mm-hmm. and the fan gave it to him, and the fan got back like a Felino signed poo jersey. Oh wow! And this jacket is nice. Uh, they 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 said they've thought about making it the like the team like the team MVP like the, the game team. MVP jacket like they nice. had back when they. Uh, back when I think they won the year they won when, when they Andrew won the when Andrew Ferens bought the uh, the starter jacket or whatever it was off of eBay the jacket <laughs> yeah yep. <laughs> I I wish I could find oh uh, there it is um this jacket I'll send it in the uh, group so you guys can see it this jacket unreal I just sent it I'm like where the heck did it go oh my gosh. Look. And it's even got the Prince of Wales patch on it. Like oh, this jacket man. is this jacket is unreal. Gorge. Wow. That's fantastic. Wow. Oh, with all of the years that they won the Stanley Cup. And the the giant meth bear on the back. Yep. Okay, guys. Now we all know what we have to do. We have to make Bruins jackets. Let's go. Yep. Set to it. Yeah. <laughs> Like that's uh, apparently that's it. We got to make jackets, but that's. I hope they make that one the uh, team MVP jacket. But oh, be so I, great! They asked him about it after one of the games recently. I think the most recent one, and he said he loves it. He said he, <laughs> he, th- he thought it. He thought it looked so cool, and yeah. So a fan made it and gave it to him. That's awesome. That is perfect. So good, and of course, Mandy, you also once shared dinner with bruce cassidy oh yes we were at um coincidentally i seem to only run into these guys after bad playoff losses um this was a week or two two weeks probably after um maybe three weeks after they lost the final in 2019 
Oh. And we, uh, a couple of coworkers and I, um, were having dinner at uh, Black Horse Tavern in Winchester. Mm. And these people sit next to us and they have two kids. And at first I didn't see him. I didn't notice him because he wasn't at the table yet. But the wife sits down and she looks familiar to me, which to this day, I don't know why, because I don't think I've seen her before, but she looked familiar. And then he sat down and I was like, oh my God, it's, oh, oh my, and he had just had knee surgery. So he's on crutches and you can see his scar and he was all cut open and, um, <laughs> and he had shepherd's pie and he was delightful. Um, he and my coworker Cheryl bonded over their shepherd's pie because they both ordered it. And Bruce apparently gets it like everywhere he goes. It's his favorite. Oh, interesting. So there. Meat and potatoes kind of guy, mm-hmm. uh, which is not surprising. But I love I, Butchie. So I, I was, it was nice to have dinner next to him. I am so jealous because I would have <laughs> loved that as well. I, I found out this week that Scott Zolak is a big fan of Bruce Cassidy, but not oh, yeah. a big fan of Jim Montgomery and it's all for the same reasons that I was not really happy because you know Bruce got fired in a bad way and all that stuff and blah 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 Mm -hmm. but I want to tell you of my evolving thoughts on that now because it's Mm -hmm. I've been quiet on uh, on it for a while I was very very angry for a long time I I think I've gotten through the stages of grief grief everybody not grief grief I, hey, I had a speech impediment growing up. Can you tell? Uh, <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> we can power through these things. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I am no longer that upset about Bruce being fired. I still don't like the way it was done, but you know, there's nothing I could do about that. I think it was the right decision to do. I think this team needed to change up. I think... They needed like an injection of like um, of some like positive energy and they needed crazy to come back and they just needed to like, I, I don't know, whatever they're doing, that's what they needed. Yeah, they needed, you, sometimes you need a new voice and it's not necessarily even that Bruce was doing anything. I mean, now we, you know, like could could things have been better? Yes. But like sometimes it's just the message gets old. You, you coaches have a shelf life, especially in the NHL. Yep. So I've evolved my position on that. I am letting go of the anger. I am just letting love in, but I, I was letting love in the whole time because this team is fucking unbelievable. So oh, man. All right. Do we want to talk about some games of the last week? Let's do let's, it. Let's talk about some games of the last week. First of all, we didn't, we recorded last Sunday, so we did not get to talk about uh, the Bruins complete romp of the over the uh, Flyers. Oh, okay. And I'm going to tell you what is perhaps the most the, the most impressive thing about the broadcast of that game, right? Jake DeBrusque in the in the broadcast booth. I, I I was mad at Jake for a long time too, and I'm not mad at Jake anymore. And I've just been like, oh God, you're mm-hmm. so fucking adorable. Stop it. He is, and he is a future <laughs> NHL color guy for sure. Well, I mean, that's kind of what his dad does, right? Does that yeah, yeah. behind and yeah. uh, between the last stuff. So he's he's a natural at it. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's like, hey, the check lines, uh checking line is uh or the check line is uh pretty impressive today, eh? <laughs> yeah. Extreme Canadianness. Yes. <laughs> 
so um yeah so it was really good to uh to to see that but man oh man last week pavel zaka back grizzly oh. you know i mean we got the usual pasta stuff we got the, the martian got a goal in there which was good you know uh all of this stuff is wonderful yep. but pavel zaka has been one of the guys who's just needed to he he couldn't even buy a goal find his game yeah yeah He's he was snake bitten for sure. Like it was just he was hitting posts. He was missing the net completely. Oh um, god! I mean, when Hampus Lindholm served him up that one puck in uh, in that one game, and he just hit the post. It's like, oh, <sighs> dude. <laughs> and it's so tragic because hitting the post is not a shot on goal. It's nothing. Yep. And it's like, yep. But it is the goal. <laughs> but no. <laughs> No, not for you. I'm like, okay, all right, fine. Think about it this way, though. At least it doesn't make your shooting percentage go down. <laughs> That's true. It's just, it's nothing. It's painful. It, it just, it it's just doesn't exist in time and, or space. And mock you. They let out that ping. Ugh. And you just feel rage. Right, right, right. So this was an absolute drumming. It's not really, God, I mean, was this the one where Konechny and uh, Felino got into it? Oh, yes. And Felino was, uh, that was probably the second best part of the game. Yeah. That was the one with the Felino soundbite. <laughs> oh, my God. Should I just pound his fucking face in for two minutes? Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Konechny is, um, is a pest. He's a pest. Uh, good yep. old Hampus had a problem yep. with him when once when they played out in uh, in Anaheim because he kept annoying Hampus and Hampus just like full on, and he didn't even get penalized for that. <laughs> <laughs> Connect me went to the box, so that's He's, pretty impressive. Officials because, agreed. <laughs> yeah, like, you're a jerk. Go anyway. So yeah, that was <laughs> that whole thing was hilarious because first of all, you're just like if I'm Travis Connect me, I don't want to fight with Nick Felino. I don't want this. It's like. You know, there are things that you want in life and that's not one of them. So it's like, so then, I mean, they mercifully, oh my God, the, the refs came in. They were like, no, 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 no. His face is too pretty. You can't or something like that. I don't know. I don't really know what Travis Connecty looks like, but I don't care. So he was rescued from that and they each went to the box and it's just a rough thing. And it was, and he had a sound bite that he had to tell his kids to not listen to. So <laughs> <laughs> uncle nick but i i agreed with him you should have just let him pound his fucking face in for two minutes that was that would have been great so yeah six Fantastic. nothing six nothing was the final score i believe that was a swayman yeah but it was swayman swayman was yep. uh, one of the three stars of the game because he had a shutout which was fantastic uh -huh. and i think that was his yep. first shutout this season I think you're right. It was the first shot out since um, since like last February or something. So good for him. Mm -hmm. Excellent. And then we had two games where it just seemed like, oof. I mean, the potential to lose was great because even though the Islanders are like ice cold in some respects and the New York Rangers are warming up, you know, if you said one of these two games was going to be a loss. I wouldn't blame you because the Islanders are tricky. The Rangers, like I said, are warming up. So the Rangers have a lot of talent. I don't think that their standings position necessarily reflects that. Yeah. So, yeah. So it's, they've been having a, a tough time. 
New York Islanders wasn't too big of a problem. Right. They scored Easy first. Game. They scored first, and that was it. That was the only one. Yep. Not much to really say about that game. <laughs> I don't remember too much about it. There were a lot of penalties. Um, there's goals from Freddie and um, Forbert, I believe. Oh, that's right. Forbert had that that nice little, like, tuck the puck in moment. Oh, right, right, right. Yep. He came around and, the other side and tucked it in, and that was gorgeous. Yep. That's yeah, was, who knew? Who knew? Um, McAvoy scored that game, too, if I recall correctly. Yep, yep. He, uh, he got us on the board, and Forbert was the game winner. Right. Which is fantastic. And we had another Marshy power play goal. I'm not worried that it's a power play goal. He's finding his way. He's like a he's more than a point a game at this point. So mm-hmm. who cares? Yeah. You know? But I believe it, maybe it wasn't this game, but it was like uh there was one of these two games that Pasta didn't have a shot on goal. Yeah. Uh, I think that was the next game. Let's slide over to the Rangers. It, this is a convenient trip, I gotta tell you. Like, I don't even think they had to move <laughs> hotels. 3-1 on this one. The Rangers had more shots on goal, but fewer goals, obviously. And uh, yep. the Bruins never lost the lead in this game. They just basically were just like, uh, oh, yeah, in the first, we're going to score early. And then we're going to score again in the, in the second. And then... <laughs> Gonna score again in the third for good measure, you know. Swayman won that game. He only, you know, I think he was like uh what 20 for 20. No, I mean 31 for 32. So that's really good. Mm-hmm. Beautiful game. Zaka again, man. Zaka. Good yeah, game. Yeah, I missed this game because I was out to dinner with co-workers, but um I mm. saw that Zaka scored, and that was exciting. Three goals in two games. Um, I guess he found his scoring touch. That's good. That's good. Now, what do you think about the checkmates line? I like that name personally. I think Brick came up with that. I like it. Yeah, I, th- I think checkmates is good. Yeah, I think it's. I a like good checking. One. I like checkmates. Yeah, I, I like both. Fine with either. I, I like it because you know. It's I also like, like um, checks mix. I like that too. <laughs> <laughs> yep, I can see that too. Checks mix because you know it's like. You've got the strong core of David Krejci and his son, David Pasternak. And then you have the, the mix of uh, Zaka in there. Mm-hmm. I love all the Czech Davids and Zaka. Even even David Zaka. Yep. Even now I know David Zaka. There we go. Now I know Tim. Tim does not like Zaka. Absolutely not. Completely preposterous. Oh, God. I just... I'm sorry, Tim. I'm sorry, but we do have to talk about how he's. Scoring. I'm not sorry. <laughs> oh I I was willing to put it behind me, but guess what? He failed to get the hat trick, so that's on him. <laughs> it's, his, it's his fault. <laughs> I even tweeted it. <laughs> I tweeted it. Even I said, if he gets the hat trick, I will reverse it all. And he failed to do so. So, you know what? At this point, it's his fault. I'm a Zaka dude. Oh, my God. Such. Am I gaslighting Zaka right now? Hell, yeah, I am. But <laughs> guess what? It's his fault. <laughs> mm. Okay. Wow. Ooh. Burn. 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 I was, w- I was willing to let Heligons be Heligons, and they weren't. 
So, oh God. Okay. Well, I hope that Zaka does score a hat trick in the future, and then you pull the goal post back. <laughs> I hope that he dedicates it to you, Tim. This is for the one guy in the world who does not believe in me, Tim Richardson. <laughs> Some random ass dude in Maine who for some reason blames me for the trade. Finds a moose to work. That's right. <laughs> Damn right. I mean, I just look at like Pavel Zaka coming here and then signing here long term. I mean, long yep. enough term, four years, right? Is really yep. great economics for him because he already has a house here that he lives in all the time. And now he yep. doesn't have to pay rent anywhere. Mm-hmm. So yep. that's... I mean, that's like the best of all worlds, isn't it? His his fiance Honestly, is from Needham. Yep, and I th- I think it's a good deal for the team. Um, you know, he can play all three forward positions. He's defensively responsible. Um, like I, he's he's coilish. Mm-hmm. He's an Eastern European Charlie Coil, and I am down with that. Can I just say one? Thank thing you about- very much. Okay, he'll never be okay for Tim, but. Maybe Tim will soften up at some point. Maybe. We'll see if he has any other opportunities coming up. We'll see. Tim is mm-hmm. salty and he likes being salty, damn it. That's right. Um, I mean, I, my love for Eric Howland knows no bounds. Okay, let's talk about it Charlie. inexplicable, to be honest. That is Tim. <laughs> Tim's love is, it is. irrational. It is. And we don't mm-hmm. understand it, and he doesn't understand it. And but it but is true; it's true it's love. True, and he oh. under and he he gets it in in his own way. Mm-hmm. And m- my hate is also inexplicable, a hundred and ten percent. Because I understand that. Um, Matt Parkowski still <laughs> to this day grinds my gears. Oh, rages you? And yeah, you hate that guy. I just I hate that guy with so many passions of a thousand sons, and I understand. Like people, at at worst, people like nothing. Matt Barkowski, but not this guy. I get it. Listen, right. I went to the 2016 Winter Classic. You know the hockey party on the side of the road that we prefer not to talk about because it was a bad game, but but it was a hilarious podcast episode. <laughs> yes, and the thing that I'm going to talk about is that I went to the alumni game the day before, and it was Bruins alumni versus Habs alumni, mm-hmm. and talk about irrational hate. I screamed at probably two-thirds of the players on the ice at any given moment for either team because either they were a Bruin that did not win me a Stanley Cup mm-hmm. or they were a hab who deserved my wrath or they were a Bruin who deserved my wrath for being terrible and then becoming a hab Hal Gill. <clears throat> so yeah, fuck Hal Gill. <laughs> Man, fuck that guy. Randomly when I was in college, uh, one of Hal Gill's like second or third cousin, my freshman year of college lived on the same floor as I did. And she had a ton of pictures from like their Stanley Cup celebration when he won with the Penguins. Ugh. Fuck that guy. Hilarious and random. 
but yes. Uh, my so I met him one time and I and I thought he was kind of douchey, but that's beside the point. But um, my boss is like five seven maybe on a good day, and he threw Hal Gill out of his apartment in college. So that's my favorite Hal Gill moment personally. That is hilarious. And one time, oh, go ahead. How did you differentiate between Hal Gill and a traffic pylon? Uh, well, there were none on the ice. And that's the only reason I knew it was Hal Gill and not just like a cone. Okay. You know? Okay. I just wanted um, to check. But also, my other favorite moment of Hal Gill is the time, and this is really not Hal Gill himself, but an image of Hal Gill. I was leaving the garden one night and there was a guy wearing a t-shirt and it had a picture of Hal Gill's face on it with a circle and slash around it that said Hal Gill's Hal Gill Haters Club. And it was my favorite t-shirt ever. And I wish <laughs> I had one, but it was clearly homemade. <laughs> well, now I know what to get you for Christmas. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Two things I just remembered that I forgot about. One, I think Bergie got a puck to the face, puck to the nose during the Islanders yeah. game. What game was that? I can't remember. I think it was the Islanders, Islanders game. Yep. yep. And uh, yeah, yeah, because it was, it was uh, Sezikis who was like, hey, 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 injury here. So that was that was a good, decent thing to do. So thank you, Casey Sezikis. Mm-hmm. And Bergie mm-hmm. came back. Just They just did whatever they needed to do and he came back to the bench and and it came back for the next game. And then the next mm-hmm. game, Brandon Carlo blocked a puck with his leg and it hurt a lot and mm-hmm. he couldn't return to the game. But as it turns out, he broke no bones. And mm-hmm. aside from some pain, he was able to play in the next game, which is the one that we're going to talk about last night's. Yes. Sorry. And you, sorry. You know that that puck hurt a lot when Carlo got hit with it because you and Brandon Kahlo are like um, E.T. and Elliot. Yes, and I doubled over in pain myself. You get drunk when he is injured. You feel pain. I've seen it. Mm, mm. True. Yes. Yes. You know, the uh, Liz Lemon, uh, you, you know, cry um, gif. That was like my <laughs> yep. husband to me. Like, you know, cry. <laughs> yeah, because uh, it was I was like, oh, no. You know, and I then I had to read things on Twitter like, "Too bad Brandon Carlos made of glass." I'm like, "You try blocking a puck with your leg, Fuck Damn you. It. Let's see how you do when it's coming at you like 50, 60, 70 miles per hour. Fuck you." <laughs> I'm very sweary today. I'm sorry, uh, but but okay. uh, you know, it's just like, come on now. I felt really bad for him, and I'm just mm-hmm. very glad to hear that he was on the ice for Saturday. Although it was very touch and go, he's on the ice. He's on the ice. He's on the ice with his favorite, uh, with his uh, pairing partner, Hampus Lindholm. Uh, and then, oh, yeah, I so know. dreamy. I know, I know that that pairing. isn't that just called a shift. <laughs> he's on the ice. He's not on the ice. Well, that, is, that, is a that happens all every game. Every every thirty five seconds, it's gonna happen. They do get on the ice and then leave, <laughs> and then they come back. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. You know what? Actually, there was. Oh God, there was one game. Which game was it? Was it the Rags or was it the Islanders this week? Where it was like our defense was on the ice. 
like Hampus Lindholm and uh, and uh, Charlie McAvoy were both on the ice for three plus minutes at the end of the game. I think that was the Rangers. Yeah, I think it might have been the Rangers game. That was incredible. Let me tell you, yeah. just seeing them be able to turn it away and, uh, you know, seeing the whole team turn it away when they had the uh, six attackers against them. So those two are such studs. Oh, God. A couple of hosses just hossing around. Mm-hmm. McAvoy's having a good week offensively, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he's been scoring goals. That filthy, rotten goal yesterday. We haven't even gotten to the San Jose game. Nope. We're going to get to the San Jose game now because it did mark the return of Brandon Carlo, who, when he was just talking to the the guys in the pre-skate, I guess the uh, radio guys, he said that his ankle really hurt, especially when he put on the boot, um, you know, the the skate. Um, But he's going to play through it. So good for him because in the first 27 seconds, uh, he He made a mark. Something else. Oh my God. (laughs) First of all, okay. It was a clean hit on hurdle, but Timo Meyer had to make a big deal about it. It was like, Hey, I'm going to fight you because I'm going to try to increase my trade value. (laughs) Right. Um, (laughs) I am imitating. This is exactly what happened on the ice. Uh, I'm going to fight you because I'm so big and tall. And then Brandon Carlo was like, oh, yeah, then why don't you let me get up and fight? No, I'm going to keep punching you in the head while you're on the ice. And he's like, I don't think that's very fair. So he gets up and they start playing punch, punch, punch. And then Carlo grabs him and pulls him down onto the ice because reasons everybody flailing about. They end the fight and Timo Meyer should have gotten an instigator on that. You have you considered a career in boxing play by play? <laughs> Only if I can make fun voices. <laughs> <laughs> All the flailing about. Yeah, reasonable. I don't know if you guys can read lips at home, but I can. This is what they're saying. Well, <laughs> he first he went like this, then he did this. <laughs> i especially like the i'm gonna increase my trade value <laughs> yep while he's shaking his head hands like this <laughs> weird of him to fight a future teammate but you know <laughs> <laughs> um okay so here's the word that i heard um he's uh timo meyer is going to be a, a, a an rfa next year um and mm-hmm. to qualify him will cost 10 million dollars <sighs> so if the bruins say wanted to trade for him to be a rental right and you know he's got uh, offensive stuff up the yin yang not last night but you know typically he's he's not going to sign here long term it will be what? a true rental you know Ten million dollars to qualify him as an RFA. I could see somebody just going, "Hey, you know what? You're a free agent now." Mm -hmm. (laughs) Or what you could also do is trade for him, win and do awesome. Then after you win and do awesome, trade his RFA rights to a team that would want to pay him money. And then you get something out of it. Then you've won and did awesome. And you get to hang banners and 
things like that. And then mm -hmm. you also get assets back, so you're mm -hmm. not doing it for nothing. And then he gets to get paid by Team X, and he gets to make his money, and Team X gets to be a little bit better than they are now. And everyone's happy. This is this is the except brilliant... the sharks who are sad forever. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is the brilliant business mind of Tim. Thank you. Uh, you are definitely thinking about it. That is all Bring excellent. In the third stuff. team shock the world. Yep. And then you know we can hang Timo Meyer's banner right next to Bruins legend Martin Thomas Jones. Cabrillet. And oh, Camberlet, yeah. yeah. Wow, all of these Bruins le legends. It's, it's amazing. So mm -hmm. last night's game started off with that fight. Tima Meyer did not get the two for instigating. They both got sent to the box. Uh, everybody was like, <gasps> when Brandon Carlo went back to the room, reportedly for some repairs. I don't know. I didn't really see anything out of the ordinary. So, and then Hampus Lindholm. Oh, I swooned. That move, I mean, I know that Anthony said last night that that move that McAvoy did, uh, you know, that goal that, that McAvoy scored Ooh. was made him pregnant. But how, I mean, Hampus Lindholm deked a guy, you know, mm -hmm. and, and oh, it was just gorgeous. That goal, loved mm -hmm. it. He, that was part of, that was only one of two, two um, points on the night for him. Mm -hmm. And then McAvoy was uh, next up in the second scoring that dirty dirty goal mm -hmm. it was lovely mm -hmm. that goal was oh filthy I, rotten i loved it i know and then nick felino uncle nick from lindholm and not not yona not yona jonah not uh Kopinen or Kopinen. Kopinen. Yes, uh, the call of yeah, Providence. He's not anymore, right? Yeah, he's yeah, now, yeah, I think? Yeah, or, oh. yeah, I don't know. He anglicized it. It's very sad. We're, we, com we commiserated about this before we started recording. So anyway, yes, Uncle Nick. Uncle Nick uh, with the timely deflection made it 3 nothing, And then the fun in the third period happened. Mm hmm um let me just see what time this is okay i think that actually david pasternak's goal came before the real fun so mm -hmm. pasta 36th goal of the year on the power play the one power play that worked out for the bruins and Yay. they had plenty they had plenty mm -hmm. because somebody named a michael asimon um said i want all of the penalties in the second period uh mm -hmm. you know holding brad marchand uh, of course would you want to hold brad marchand I would actually wants to hold Brad Marchand. I really love Brad. I bet you he is like mm -hmm. a lot of fun, and um, I bet mm -hmm. you he's a cuddly boy. I mean, oh for sure, yeah. His wife and his kids do. I mean, I've seen some footage of he, he and his kids at home, and I think it's great. So um, mm -hmm. yeah. So uh, then he was tripping Matt Grizzlick, and he had inter he interfered against Hampus Lindholm, and it's like, dude. I mean, I think that Ben was like, is this guy going to show up again in the next period? Because uh, I wouldn't put him on the ice again. And he did. He showed up mm -hmm. in, the, in, in the third period, believe it or not. But anyway, so the Bruins had a huge amount of penalties, but they, uh, you know, that they, they uh, were given power play opportunities. They were given and they only, you know, on the one, but that's fine. Who cares? You don't really need to have uh 
all of the penalty kill uh i mean all of the uh power play goals it's fine i was hoping they would score six i made the mistake of saying something like that so mm-hmm. it happens yeah i stabbed myself in my ring that hurts anyway so yep all that stuff but the real excitement in the third period happened when matt grizzlick and linus Ulmark got tangled up in front of the net oh and mm-hmm. And Linus lost a skate blade. And at that point, he wasn't really aware that you, they don't stop play. And I, and Joe had explained this to me like some time back, like, well, no, they didn't stop for Tuca because that's not what you do. Yep. And it's like, it has to be an injury. And it's like, yep. Okay. And I'm like, but that seems really grossly unfair. Now, Fluto Shinzawa uh, uh, of The Athletic was really sad and surprised that uh Linus didn't take the blade and fling it and I gotta tell you I'm so glad he said that last night because mm-hmm. for for these many years after that Tuca at Tampa Bay moment I thought I was making up the fact that he flung it into the boards and it's oh stuck. no he flung it yeah he did no, he flung it oh yes I, I because I'm just sitting there I'm like it's a Tuca thing to do full on lawn darts and yes and my favorite I love that like meme of him holding it up threateningly. Yes, I love it. Like it's a switchblade and he's in a leather jacket in an alley. Or the Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. I just I, I honestly like I'm so happy with the goalie tandem right now, but I really do miss Tuka. Oh, I miss Tuka, Tuka so I much. I miss that friggin' attitude. I don't miss the controversy, but that's not his fault. That's sports radio's fault and stupid people on twitter and such however i really do miss tuka i oh, miss God. that rage oh there's nothing like it he's just so angry yep i oh, love it i love it i miss so it. fun give me a toss a skate blade or a milk crate yeah so good i wish you know what i, I wish we got to see him fight somebody like a nice you know thomas versus carrie price kind of center ice fight like that you know I don't think that would have nice. been. No, Tuka's good at inanimate objects. He's not good at people. Like I, like I, a good Finn. That's how he is. Well, I think he might have been a, a crazy maniac uh, in a fight. However, I think it would have been thoroughly enjoyable. Right. So that happened, and play ended up stopping for some reason. I don't remember what it was, but <laughs> play stopped. And then Taylor Hall. Doing uh, doing the good work like uh, mm-hmm. Charlie McAvoy did last week with yeah. Derek Corbett. Those two do the Lord's work. Yep, they he, he helped Linus go back. Although Linus was pretty impressive, those goalies are no slouch when it comes to doing that like oblique, you know, the fancy slide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like he got like most of the way there, and then Taylor Hall just gave him the assist to get up to the bench. And so then I was just we're watching the whole situation. We're like. Oh, Swayman's coming in. Oh, yeah, he's coming in because it's going to take a while to fix that blade, right? Because apparently, I guess there was a bolt that was loose and the whole thing came across, uh, came uh-huh. up. And so then Swayman came in the game. Now, unfortunately, there was a lot of conversation about the fact that Ulmark was going to lose the shutout, uh, you know, the ownership of the shutout. But you um, know, those two goobas don't care about that, though. No, this is for people at home to argue about it's not something that they care about i mean if anything jeremy swayman preserved the shutout which is what you want to do right mm-hmm. 
so it's like so Swayman went in there and uh it was great because he saw one shot and he turned it away and then Olmark came back in and it was just uh-huh. a lot of drama and it was so fun and it was just like that game last night was I, fun for all the dumb reasons yeah you know? it was goofy and I can't believe we had two lost blade incidents in like three games yeah what's going on it was weird, right? Yep. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, equipment managers. Come on now. Guys, get it together. Now, come on. Do not, do not mm-hmm. say any word of slander against Keith Robinson and Matt Falconer. Come on. Yeah, well, I don't know about Falconer and his thousand games because he might be milking it. Yeah. <laughs> I kid. I kid. I know. Matt Falconer, I apologize. Please continue to do the Lord's work. You do a great job. Get pasta, all his replacement sticks as quickly as possible. Because you know he's much. not going to bring them. Yeah. We <laughs> appreciate you. That's right. Yeah. Make sure you have all the pasta stuff, especially the skates and the passport. I That is my favorite part of Matt Falconer is that he is very quick to go get that stick and just pee mm-hmm. right out there. I mean. Well, you know, he does. You, you've seen what he does, right? Whoever has the puck, he has his hand on that guy's stick. Oh, I did so not know that. He, he puts his hand on the next guy's stick and so on. I did not know this. This is great stuff to know. Mm-hmm. That's he how pulled. he does it so fast. Yeah. Yep. I was thinking he was able to stick his arm out so fast because he actually practiced falconry. And he was calling. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he is a falcon. Interesting. I just thought he grabbed up everybody's sticks in his hand and then just held out a random one. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't think that at yeah, all. That's it. <laughs> you get a goalie stick this time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Pasta, you could use this big big stick, right? So apparently T- Trevor Zagris did steal somebody's stick once. Mm-hmm. And I think that was recent. Hilarious. Yeah, that's hilarious. And I'm like, why doesn't that happen more often? Because that's something I would want to do. Because oh, it's, it's not because it's not legal. You're like not you get penalized for it. Yeah, and he got the stick. <laughs> he got immediately penalized oh, because okay. he didn't yeah. know that he didn't know that like they asked him about it. He goes, "Yeah, I didn't know it was a penalty, and I didn't have a stick, and he did, so I took it." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to me, like, like, <laughs> I mean, it's awesome. But to me, it if it's not on sportsmanlike conduct, which I mean, I guess it is. But to me. At the very least, it's holding the stick, right? Because yep. it's literally like you, you're holding the stick. But you took but, his stick. But the reality is, they it. don't. They don't hold. They don't uh, call that penalty all that often. Holding the stick. No, but it happens. But it happens yeah. a lot, but it's not mm-hmm. called a lot. So, no. but I, I just think that's hilarious because it's yeah. like that would be my first instinct too. I would just try to steal the stick. And Teddy <laughs> yeah. Lassity, two minutes. <laughs> there should be a penalty called stealing the stick mm-hmm. you know um so uh, i i think that's hilarious but anyway um yeah last night so fun for all the dumb reasons bruins won for nothing the sharks they weren't really in that game mm-hmm. and at any point i mean it's like i feel like the bruins left a lot of goals on the on the ice they didn't score mm-hmm. them. No bite from the sharks. They're just they're kind of they're kind of they're kind of a shell of them of their former selves. They're just not. Uh... <laughs> oh, Tim, I've got a great pun for you. Ready? This is what happened between me and Glenn last night. I said, 
Lindholm means linden islet, as in an isle full of linden trees. And Glenn goes, I bet that's very poplar. (laughs) (laughs) God. (laughs) It was a tree pun. Oh, trees. Indeed. Wow. You should (laughs) save that one in your tweets for Arbor Day. Uh, <laughs> uh, oh, he yeah. is one son of a bird. Oh my god! <laughs> thank you, thank you. Oh my god! Oh my god! <sighs> okay, all right. So, whew, we have well talked about those games. There just seemed like there are so many games, so many mm-hmm. games, and. And the Bruins are just like it. I'm not saying I'm getting tired of talking about them winning. I'm not, but it's, it's like wonderful. It's really great to not have anything to complain about. I mean, I we're not 98.5. We're not going to complain about this team. But of course, 98.5 barely talks about the team except the hockey show on Saturday, which is totally worth uh, listening to. And if you can't listen to it on Saturday morning, you can get the podcast. So I'm not. And you should. You yeah. should. Oh, hearing Mike Rupp talk about baby Charlie Coyle and his time <laughs> on the on the Danbury Trashers. Yep. Yep. And uh, the various ways that he got paid because it was not above board. So great. Oh, so, so great. fun. So fun. And it's like, I never watched Mike Rupp play, but I knew who Mike Rupp was um, mm-hmm. from his time on the NHL network when I first mm-hmm. started watching hockey. So it's like, yep, it was funny. Charlie Coyle being called Baby Grunk. <laughs> My favorite Rupp moment is when he scored during the 2012 Winter Classic. Mm-hmm. And it was um, Rangers versus Flyers. And he did the Yager salute in Yager's direction. And all the Flyers were mad and Yager just laughed his head off. <laughs> because of course he did. <laughs> Because that guy is just like, you're just honoring me. That's my dude. Oh, he's the greatest. Anything you do to me is just to honor me because I am the greatest. I, I love the checks. <laughs> Who was Yaramir Yager's favorite There's player Zany. growing up? Every one of them. Yeah, give me a Zany Slav any day. <laughs> In fact, like Pasta's like the only Slav, I mean, the only Czech guy that I've seen who's like good at physical comedy because the rest are all just like they're very dry, but very good humor, very <laughs> droll. So, yep, yep. All right, that is great, man. Okay, so let's talk about some injuries, guys. So, we the whole reason we had Jonah Kopanen, Kopanen, whatever. I, I'm so sad. Number 45. Guy, the Finnish fourth liner who is not fourth aligning. No, he's not fourth aligning, but his name is very close. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so um, number 45 in your rosters and uh, well, probably number 45 in your heart. Sorry. No, no. approximately. Yeah. 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 So uh, the reason why he was called up in the first place <laughs> over the last uh, week or so was because Thomas Noshik is playing through an injury. 
mysterious injury not really sure if it's upper body or lower body i mean i thought it was maybe a, a wrist or a shoulder injury somebody else i know said uh that it could have been like a core or an oblique injury because that you know um who knows what we don't know what the injury was but it, it didn't it, it kept him out of a couple of games but then he he managed to come in and play but he just couldn't take face off so honestly um, he's a zany check so this could be anything right you know i always look, i think about Noshik and i always think that he's like five eight or five nine and he's six three and i just don't know why i can't get that. i didn't know that he was big oh yeah he's six three he's a big guy um oh, i had no idea yep very big guy you know i can't pay attention a lot of attention to the big guys so yeah um <laughs> you like those big boys i do i really like very because they have the superhero they had the superhero uh power that i do not have which is being tall mm-hmm. you know reaching things on the top shelf oh my god if i could do that i could live alone in this world and never have anyone could, ever again unstoppable <laughs> i know <laughs> You know what I have to do sometimes? If I don't call my husband over, I have to get these like insanely long tongs that I use for the grill and I reach up and get the thing. And, and while, you know what, I'm really good at that kind of like, use what you have mentality. I would really like to just be tall in the first place and just reach it. You should see me in grocery stores. I will go to that broom aisle. I will go to the broom aisle. I will get a broom or a mop. Because some grocery stores have like way too high and I will go mm-hmm. and I will knock off the thing I want. And then I'll go back to the broom aisle and put the thing back because I'm not a heathen. I, I, one day I will tell you about the, you know, the grabber things, the reaching yep. grabby things. Yep. I have a story to tell you about those one day, but it is not meant for this. Okay. We won't, we won't talk about it here. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Um <laughs> I can only imagine now. But anyway, yes. So I like the tall guys. But anyway, Noshik injured. Now he he blocked a shot with his foot and he broke a bone in his foot. So he's out a minimum of four weeks. So hmm. Tim said, I know. But yeah, he's my guy. He, he's going to get through it. Um. We talked about the other two injuries that happened this week, which were, you know, not enough to keep the, the players out of the games. So that was good. And then Jake Debrask is back skating, guys. How we, oh my God. I can't, I well, can't. Miss his talents in the booth. I know. I mean, really, they should have had him for every game. Mm-hmm. I concur. Every game, they should have just had him up in the booth because it was, it was a lot of fun. And, you know, it's like, okay, I know people have varying thoughts on Behind the Bee. Um, I've been watching it this season because this team is so fun. I love this team. So it's fun to watch them, you know, on TikTok and on Behind the Bee and stuff. And yes, yes, I can see where it's kind of propaganda-ish, but also it's like, let's just see the fun team and seeing Jake. But it's fun. Don't watch it like it's NPR. No. Just have fun. No, I just want to see the you fun know, things the guys are doing. That's it. To be informational, it could just you could just enjoy things for the sake of enjoyment. Like sheesh, people. Like like Matt Grizzlick explaining to Hampus Lindholm when he came to Boston. He's like, "Yeah, that's my brother. He's over there scraping up the blood off the ice. Yeah, he's part of the the uh, the bull gang." And then he's like, "My dad's uh, there too. He's over there." He's like, "No, he's, he's worked here fifty years. I know." <laughs> 
it's crazy. So it's like, uh, yeah. So it's like uh, you get to see those moments when you see behind the bee. So it's it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they showed Jake walking up into the clubhouse after yep. the Winter Classic. And that kid was in pain. Oh yeah, he was like hobbling. Yeah, because he said he injured his wrist on the the opening play, and then he 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 uh, injured his ankle before he scored the first goal. Yeah. And he just stayed out there and then he was just hurting. And it's like, I mean, I've broken my, uh, my fibula. I've broken both of my fibulas and it hurts. I have, I have on ice. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Um, Jacob so Rusk also broke his on ice. Yeah. Well, it was a little bit not different. The same way I would imagine. No, no, not the same way, but I'm going to just tell you that, um, I, I take vitamin D a lot of vitamin D now and, uh, try to get my calcium in. So those days are hopefully the best. Oh, and I wear boots. I wear fucking boots in the winter. Fucking boots. Fucking boots. So, but anyway, I'm sorry. I'm a little distracted because I've got a dog outside who's barking at me. Oh, I know. I know. But anyway, so Jake Nebraska is skating this week. He may be back before the all-star break. He might not. That's okay. I don't personally want him to rush back come back when you're ready uh but mm-hmm. everybody's been like going ahead of schedule this season so i i guess the training yep. group is is pretty solid and by the yeah. way when they showed the whole matt falconer thing how nice was it to see donnie del negro just on the slopes mm-hmm. it was like his his whole thing for matt falconer was on the slopes i loved it like doing yep. the doing the stuff you should be doing in retirement having fun yep Okay, so yeah, so those are the two main injuries there. They oh, and they did call somebody up today. Mm-hmm. Mark McLaughlin is back, guys. Mark. Now you might remember that I said he was going to be the seventh player, <laughs> and it was a bold prediction in the respect that he was not on the opening day roster at all. So I predicted nobody that- could have expected that, though. I mean, really. No, 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 no. I just, you know, like, look, I just said that. And um, I think it's too early to really talk about seventh player, but I think that we would lean towards Ulmark or Frederick or somebody else, Felino, rather than a guy who's not on the roster. <laughs> I mean, valid point. I guess you, the first thing about being a seventh player is that you have to be a player. Yes. Yes. And you have to be on the team. Yes. On the roster. <laughs> on the roster. Yeah. Playing some games. <laughs> Although I think oh. Campus Lindholm has also made himself a a candidate as well. Although it's usually like the guys, yeah. I don't yeah, know. I feel like the it's it's a weird, it's a weird um excuse me, sorry, I'm rolling. Oh, no, that's okay. That. No, that's fine. It's a weird award because like it never seems to be voted for properly yep like and i don't mean that like oh your vote is wrong i just mean like you know they'll a lot of the time they use it like as a rookie of the year thing or like guy who should have a good season having a good season when it's supposed to be the unsung hero it's like the dude that you didn't really expect that is putting it together you know or making a big difference you know it should never be uh pasta bergeron martian it should never be those guys it should right. never be mcavoy right 
But Hampus Lindholm is like a guy who can easily be a first D, but mm-hmm. he's also like, you know, and he might be your, your, your top left D, but they have him down with Carlo mm-hmm. instead. Uh, and they have Grizzlick and, and McAvoy who are a natural pair mm-hmm. working together. And, and so basically, I mean, Mac Grizzlick, I think is maybe even more eligible than say Lindholm should be, but mm-hmm. you know, uh, I, I'm just saying like the caliber of players, I'm not saying like, right. You know, so it should never be your top line guys. It should never. Right. right. But I agree. Who knows about goalies? Did anybody expect Linus Ulmark to no. be, oh God, I don't even know what, what is his record? To be running away. 25 with something, like something. Oh, yeah. I mean, did, did anybody expect this? No, no, this is ridiculous. I mean, I did. <laughs> well, I mean, goes with your whole Swede infatuation thing. I did say that the Bruins goalie tandem would win the Jennings this year. So he did. He did. He absolutely did. It was part of his. Yeah. I Can mean, I get yeah. you? One of them is from Maine and one of them is a Swede. So I guess that was definitely going to happen. The tracks. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's got 25 wins, which is, of course, the most. Well, he, he's played in twenty five. Played in twenty eight games. Yeah. yeah. All right, twenty five, two, one. Linus Lamarck, six foot five. You know how I like the tall guys. Um, can we, because can he's we talk the about quickest. The save percentage? To... Oh yeah, save percentage. What is that? Point um, nine three eight. Jesus, that is It is because like nine uh, 0.913 is is decent, mm-hmm. right? That's decent. That's like 0.910 is like where you want your goalie to be. Right. And if they're above yep. that, that's awesome. But yep. 0.938. That's, <sighs> that is 94%. It's ridiculous. I actually it didn't talk about the win. He's the quickest to 25 wins in a season. The 28 wow. games, the record before that was Tiny Thompson, maybe with 29 games. So he beat it by a game. Oh my God! Wow, insane! Um, and yeah, Tiny Thompson sounds like the right one. Oh my God, so amazing! God, this team, Mm-mm-mm. love so good. it, love special. it, special vibes off the charts, vibes off the charts, as the the kids say, as the children say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Those little kitties, because you know me, I am in touch with the children. Hello, fellow kids. <laughs> you know, I felt that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So let's talk about the games of the week that are coming up. We have until next Sunday, we have four games, four games. And this is, this has the potential to be the toughest game, the set of games yet. Okay. And if we add in the last game of this five game road trip, that oof, that's going to be tough too. We can talk about it, but I'm not going to put it in for this week's soft predictions. But anyway, uh, tomorrow night, because we're recording on Monday, tomorrow night, they're going to be visiting Le Habitant, Le Habitant du Montreal. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh huh. And yes, I'm terrible at French. Thank you. Uh, yeah. So um, the Habs, 7 p.m. At Center Bell. 
the haves are bad. <laughs> Terrible. They're 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 very bad. So this is the first time they're going to meet up this season. I'm not even particularly heartbroken that there's only three games a season. I, they're not fun and exciting. These, it, you know, sometimes it's great to meet. I mean, to beat. No, no, actually, it's not the first. It's the second one because they already beat yeah. them into submission. What was I saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, it is fun to yep. watch the Bruins beat up on the Habs. Ha ha ha! But it's not a true rivalry. Um, in that I would like, uh, like that Toronto game the other week. I just, oh man, that was so good. They, well, you know, usually it's like, no matter how good either one of these teams is, the rivalry is pretty lively, but the last couple of years with Montreal just being just incredibly, incredibly bad. Yeah. It's, it's lost something for sure. Bergman did a real number on them. So Yep. Oh, well, I mean, they're two years removed from going to the Stanley Cup final. And last year, they were, yeah, last year they got the number one overall pick and they could still be in the lottery for that this year. So bad, 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 bad. So then on Thursday, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning. The Bruins are visiting them down at uh, Amelie Arena down in uh, Tampa. And that's a 7 p.m. start. So. The Bruins have played them and beat them before, even at Amelie. So I'm feeling pretty good about this one. And then Saturday night, Saturday night, because, you know, you, you want to watch a hockey game before you go clubbing. It's a 6 p.m. start there. They must be starting it for the retirees down there in sunrise. Well, they go to bed early, you know? Yeah, they do. They have their dinner around four and they watch their hockey game and then they go to bed by eight 30. So Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, they're playing the Panthers uh, down at, uh, I don't know what that arena is called, but their, their seats have my last name on them. So mm-hmm. that's really interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I know I gotta go. I gotta go sometime, but you know, it's Florida. So, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> anyway. Uh, and then to wrap up the four games that are this week, Sunday, I guess there are more right retirees in Carolina because it's a 5 p.m. start. God, down in Raleigh, uh, at the at the Canes. So, mm-hmm. eh, you know, the Canes are starting to heat up right now, or they have been. I think actually they went on, on a losing streak for a little bit, but you know, the Canes uh, have warmed up more uh, before. So, yeah. Um, they had, some, they had some injuries and stuff too. They had Tara Vinen out for a while. They had Patchy Radio. Yep. Um, and a few others. I guess Anderson has been out for a long time. Oh, yeah. out, I think. Yeah, I you saw know. I saw a, a, a Freddie Anderson uh uh goaltending moment on Steve Dangles. Dang it's oh my god. So like he he didn't move and the puck just went right by him so <laughs> i'm hoping we get that freddie anderson because that's pretty fun i like that one uh yep, I, I personally i hate that the canes are in the back part of the back to back so uh, yep. and just for the sake of of talk the last game before the the all-star break but we're not counting it in our predictions this week <laughs> <laughs> i never get tired of that is on wednesday the first toronto at toronto 
Okay, so the Maple Leafs at Toronto is 7.30 p.m. That game's going to be good. Mm-hmm. That, that's the rivalry that I've shifted to right now is uh, yep. is the Maple Leafs. It's always fun. You know, when I first started wa- watching hockey, that was the season of the 2013 um, first round loss <laughs> of the of the Maple Leafs because of Bergeron. <laughs> and it was um, four to one. <laughs> oh my god it was amazing and it was just like and that was uh no that one wasn't on my birthday but there was a, a one or one of the games was on my birthday that year and that was fun to watch too so uh yeah that's the rivalry toronto does not live in my head not even rent free they they don't but i just I never want Toronto to win, but at least like we're going to get a game because the last two games were decided by basically one goal, Mm -hmm. right? They've been close affairs. So that's cool. I just want the Bruins to, to do the stuff they need to do though, but uh, to win obviously, but you know, Ontario is a sketchy uh, province for them. So (laughs) yep. All right. So now's the time when we talk about what we're thinking about our predictions and Mandy, if you want to play along, that's great. If you don't want to, that's fine too. So I am going to look at this to two, two, I'm going to go three Oh, and one. And that, Oh, that one is going to be the canes. It's very predictable. That was but... my prediction. Yep. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. Yeah. It just seems like it. Right. And yep. there, and there's nothing wrong with that happening. The guys are going to be tired. We've seen them play on back-to-backs. They could have, they looked gassed at times during the, the Rangers game. So, mm-hmm. you know, I think that's what it's going to be. All right. So I got yours down. Okay. So Tim. Yep. Um, I say three and one. Okay. And I think the one will be uh, Tampa Bay. Ooh, that is very exciting. All right. That is cool. Well, you know what? We never like we never know what's going to happen. You know, I love the people who have the confidence that this is going to be four and zero. That's not me, but I wish <laughs> I had that confidence. I mean, there there have been a couple of weeks where I was absolutely correct because I said three and zero, and they were three and zero. So you know, and mm-hmm. who knows? We could have Mandy back next time because I don't think Jeff's going to be back <laughs> for a while. <laughs> yeah, Green Acres has him kind of busy. I mean, I think he basically has like a phone line to the nearest, you know, he has to climb, up, to on climb the, up the telephone pole, he's right? He's got to climb up the telephone pole to make a phone call, yep. you know, yep. because that's he needs what he, approval of the, um, from the mayor that's a pig first. Right, right, right. So, you know, I mean, he basically said, I don't have internet and I don't know how long, how long that will take or how much that will cost. And I'm like, it was nice knowing you, Jeff. We'll see you around playoff time. <laughs> yeah, see you when we see you. I mean, he's busy. You know, he's like, he's 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 dad. So that's that's fine. He needs his time to do that. It's okay. And Nick, just you know what, Nick is like a butterfly, and sometimes you need to use a net to catch him. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll see. I mean, Mandy's he's also back. graceful and beautiful. Yes, he is. By there golly, go. he you. is. Yes, yes. Nick is a peacock, and we gotta let him fly. That's right. <laughs> Do peacocks fly? 
I don't know, but it's a quote in the movie, so. Oh, okay. Um, I know. I know that when I visited, uh, was it the Columbus Zoo, or was it the one down in Tampa? I can't remember. Did you meet the penguins and then sign with the Blue Jackets? I did not. I okay, did not. just curious. Um, That's just Nathan Horton. It was just Nathan Horton. Okay. Uh, I went uh, like the day after Thanksgiving. And I think there was like a peacock who was like standing on the roof of a building. It was like, nah, I don't want to get down. I named him Kevin. He must have flown up there. He must have. He must have. But, you know, the Columbus Zoo, it's a beautiful zoo, you know, uh, but I did not. I don't even think I saw the penguins, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. You know, like if I want to see penguins, you know where I go? You'll go to Pittsburgh. Oh, well, I could do that. Uh, or I could just go over to. I want to see the penguins. Could just go over to like you know New England Aquarium. So you could. Yeah, yeah. I I like you know it, that's fun. Tim, who's your favorite penguin? Mario Lemieux. There we go. Chilly Willy. <laughs> no, oh, Chilly Willy. Tuxedo. Oh my god. <laughs> I don't know enough pop culture penguins to tell you the truth. Oh, the I penguins. Think those are the only two. Uh, Burgess Meredith. There we go. <laughs> classic how did i miss that one (laughs) yeah um all right so we're gonna just wrap it up guys we're all set um you've been listening to barely on topic you can find us basically everywhere uh but primarily at our home base of soundcloud but really we are everywhere i mean i we just don't even list out all the things anymore you can talk to us on twitter at barely on topic on facebook at barely on topic podcast you can reach us at our individual handles i am at va from ri and i didn't even actually have to think about it that time nice i am at tim a richardson jeff is at dr hand grenade and nick is at nick baggio tim what would i do without you i am at phony mahoney and that is with an e in phony because somebody took the appropriately spelled phony Mahoney 15 years ago and never tweeted again. Oh, God damn it. Don't you hate irritating. that? It is very, very irritating. I hate that for yes. you. I'm so sorry. Thank you. Thank you. <sighs> Tim? Thank you. 